Welcome to the Tools for the Modern Man podcast. If you're someone who's looking for the tools to deal with the challenges of this ever-changing modern world, you're in the right place. Let's get it going. Welcome, everybody, to the Tools for the Modern Man podcast. I'm your host, Pete Beskus, and today I have a very special guest. Kevin Connolly is with me, and he is an expert in cold exposure and breathing. His company uh, brings the power of cold exposure and breathing techniques to help reduce people's anxiety, depression, stress. And today he's going to talk a little bit about it to us and get us a little bit more familiar with it. Um, this topic has been popularized lately by people like Suzanne Soderberg, Andrew Huberman, and recently even Chris Hemsworth in his series Limitless on Disney. So it's very popular. And I thought, what better way to get everyone exposed to this than to bring Kevin on board and have him talk a little bit about his journey. Welcome, Kevin. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. And I'm glad we uh, color coordinated today. Perfect. The black shirts were like Roy <laughs> Kent. Um, so tell everybody that's listening a little bit about yourself. Yeah. So um, I come from a background of photography and human rights. Um, I lived abroad a lot of my life, uh, was just really interested in, in other cultures and travel um, and storytelling. Um, but for the last couple of years, I've been living in Mexico, working as a breathwork teacher, um, leading a company called Reconnect, which does ice baths on the beach and, uh, and breathwork sessions as well. And um, really just focus on everything related to how we can use our bodies to better ourselves. So I, I really love free diving. I really love um, breath work. I really am interested in Tantra, just kind of anything um, that helps sort of get you inside. Um, and uh, yeah, so that's that's me in a, in a quick nutshell. So tell us a little bit about what got you into cold exposure specifically. You know, I think a lot of us, you know, hear about the breathing, the, the meditation, the mind work, those kind of things. And I'm a big proponent of it, but why cold exposure? Yeah. Um, so I, I had been working in human rights for a few years and um, <clears throat> I just didn't really have the tools to kind of help me manage the things that that was going to bring up in my life. Um, and human trafficking prevention is a pretty, is a pretty tough subject. Um, so I found myself in this very deep depression um, I basically collected all the terrible habits that you can possibly think of. And I, I found myself living here in Mexico and, um, I had just discovered breath work. You know, I was, I was so energetically depressed that I couldn't really get off my couch. Um, but I found breath work and I realized like, oh, that I can do. Like, I don't need to go to a yoga class. I don't need to go outside to do that. So I started practicing that. And as soon as I started doing that, a friend was like, hey, do you want to go to an ice bath? At that point, I would have literally tried anything. So of course, I was like, yes, please. So I went to the ice bath, didn't really know much about it, hadn't heard of Wim Hof at that point, um, and got in. And immediately, my body was like, no, 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 no. Sorry, not my body, my brain. My brain was saying, no, 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 you can't do this. You can't do this. You can't do this. But I was just breathing, just focusing on my breath. And eventually it was fine. And I realized in that moment, you know, after months of just super negative self-talk that I was in control. 
You know, it wasn't the other way around. It wasn't my brain that was in control. It was me. So that was a huge turning point for me, um, both in terms of the realization that you can heal yourself very quickly from something as severe as depression, um, and you don't need medication. Um, you can do it, you know, with something as simple as cold exposure and just a little bit of breathing. Okay. Is this something... You know, I guess this is resistance against cold exposure, right? I grew up in Canada. Yeah. I lived for 40 years in minus 40 weather, right? And I hate the cold. And I think a lot of people think the same way. So how how do you kind of teach and coach people to overcome that initial resistance to the idea of cold therapy? Yeah. Well, cold therapy is is a form of hormesis. So it's a controlled stress around the body, just like um, just like an asana, right. Or just like a really intense cardiovascular training that you do. Um, so the, the idea is it's just a few minutes, right? It's just a few quick minutes. And, you know, so many people nowadays are just trying to live in that state of comfort. Um, and what we, I feel like what's happening nowadays is we just live in this state of comfort and that's not what our body wants and it's not what our body needs. And so how I describe it to people is everyone likes talking about dopamine these days. Um, so Dr. Anna Lemke, who recently wrote the book, Dopamine Nation, kind of explains dopamine this way. It's like a seesaw, okay? On one side, you have pain. On the other side, you have pleasure. And so nowadays, what we do is we just constantly hit the pleasure side. We hit the pleasure button. We go on social media. We eat sugary junk food, we watch porn, you know, whatever it might be, we hit that pleasure side because we want to feel the pleasure. But what naturally happens through homeostasis is our body wants to balance out. So as soon as we hit that pleasure side, the pain side comes up. So we start to feel anxious, we start to feel hungover, we start to feel lonely, isolated, whatever that may be. So through cold exposure, what you do is you do the opposite of that. So rather than hitting the pleasure side, you hit the pain side, right? And what happens is that pleasure naturally pops up. So, so many people who experience it feel just absolutely euphoric afterwards because it's just this massive explosion of processes occurring in your body in a very short period of time. So it, it's really cool because it's not like a lot of things where you, you, know, you have to go to the, ex go and exercise for an hour, do yoga for an hour, don't get me wrong. I love those things. They're, they're fantastic. But cold exposure definitely has a tiny bit of an edge over those because of how quickly all of this takes place. So, you know, and that's a, that's a great explanation. I think it's really nice to see it as a seesaw that you're trying to balance with the constant pleasure and it's forced mm -hmm. kind of um, discomfort. What would you say to people who are hesitant? Yeah. Um, it all, it's always different in that one, but I feel like as adults, um, it's really important to try anything, right? Especially someone who's dealing with depression, dealing with anxiety. Um, and I'm not 100% completely anti-medication. I think there's a, a time and a place for it, but a lot of times it's just suppressing the root cause and it's just suppressing the symptoms. 
Um, so the beautiful thing about cold exposure is it really gets down to the root of a lot of that. And a lot of it is kind of retraining your body. So when you go into the cold and you're stressing your body, what you do, what, what we, what we teach folks is to practice slow, deep breathing. Okay. So when your body's being physically stressed and you're practicing slow, deep breathing, you retrain yourself so that the next time you get into a, a heated argument, a heated conversation, um, you know, whatever it may be, you're stressed about something, you're stuck in traffic, your body automatically remembers, okay, I'm being stressed, breathe nice and slow and deep. Um, so it's, it's not just this temporary thing that you feel, it's potentially completely rechanging the way your body responds to stress, responds to anxiety. Um, so for a lot of people, I tell them like, look, like just get in there, try it once. If you don't like it, you never have to try it again. You know what I mean? But, um, as we're going through this and, and we're getting more and more people coming to our sessions, it's like people feel it, people feel it right away. And it's impossible not to. That's, and that's a fantastic, um, way of framing it, the feeling fantastic immediately. Can you walk us through your journey from the first time you tried it and how it kind of reinforced that stress, I guess, um, management response? Yeah, sure. Um, well, first of all, like a lot of things are happening in your body, right? When you go in, uh, you, you kind of have a, a, a nervous system like flash. It's, it's sort of a, a sympathetic activation. So your heart rate increases, your blood pressure increases when you go in, but then your mammalian dive reflex is activated, which essentially is, uh, in case you fall into freezing cold water, it's designed to keep you alive. So your heart rate decreases and your blood pressure decreases. So there's this sympathetic parasympathetic kind of clash that happens when you go into the ice, but also your blood vessels all constrict. So once you get out of the ice, your blood vessels open back up and all the blood comes rushing throughout your body, um, kind of acting as like a garbage truck, sort of cleaning your, your bloodstream, um, which is also one of the things that helps so much with inflammation. And inflammation is not just a, a, a physical thing, right? Like most depression, anxiety, ADHD, um, Alzheimer's, it's related to inflammation in the brain. So this is not just a physical change, but this is a, a very much a mental change. Um, and so for me, the more that I go in and do it, and, and a lot of the folks that come to our sessions say that it's this exact same thing, the more you do it, the more you kind of stop putting up those walls and barriers um, for when you get to a, a difficult decision, when you get to a difficult task, when something arises and you're like, you know what? I can't do this. I don't know how to do it. I'm not gonna. Once you once we've started doing the ice baths more, it just kind of flicks the switch, and you're like, you know what? I'm gonna figure this out. I'll go on YouTube for three hours and watch videos and learn how to do it. I'll ask a friend. Like I will get through this. So for me, it's really changed my my drive, my focus, my energy. Like it, it doesn't. It, it forces me to just face things head on rather than say like, eh, it's okay, I'm comfortable here. I'm, I'm not gonna jump into that. So I think, I mean, so many things and it's hard to really put it into one, 
Um, but I would say those were the, for, for me, those were the, the game changers when I started doing it. What did the arc look like for you? I'm curious as to when you started doing it, when did you yeah. really start to reap the benefits of it? Was it after the first one or yeah. did you, you know, cause a lot of people took exercise, for example, you know, you need at least a good three weeks to 90 days before you start to really feel the effects of the exercise, which is why a lot of yeah. people drop off. How is this different totally. with cold therapy? It's not really different. Um, so when I first started doing it, I was doing it once a week. And, you know, you feel it regardless, right? But it was when we started turning, when we first started building Reconnect, um, we started doing it three times a week. And that was when I personally started to notice all the changes, mostly the physical changes in my body. So I wasn't overweight before that, but I was inflamed and I didn't realize it until I started doing this three times a week. And it was about six weeks in that someone said, hey, have you lost weight? And I was like, no, I don't think so. And they're like, uh, let me show you pictures of you a few weeks ago compared to now. And it was just like a total transformation. Um, so, you know, it's, it's Andrew Huberman talks about this and a lot of his research comes from Dr. Suzanne Soberg, who you mentioned in the beginning. Uh, and she recommends 11 minutes per week divided up into three to five minute sessions. Um, so that's what we, we normally do three and a half minute sessions. Um, so a lot of our, our, our regular members are coming, you know, anywhere from two to five times a week. Um, but we, we, we feel like as, as we've been testing this out for a while, around 10 to 11 minutes is like, we can confirm that that's when you're feeling the, the optimal benefits. And you wouldn't want that all at once. Like, what are some of the, I guess, hazards, some of the things that people might be hesitant because of the fact that they're like, well, it's cold ice water. Am I going to have a heart attack? Am I going <laughs> to right, right. <laughs> frostbite? You know, all the things. Yeah, yeah, no, no. And, and that's important. And, and I think a lot of people are, um, you know, don't have enough respect for the cold as, as they should. And, you know, I hear a lot of people being like, yeah, I did 15 minutes. I did 20 minutes, bro. Um, and that's great if you've been doing it for a long time and you really understand how that's impacting your body. But if you start off at a really high amount of time, let's say 15 minutes or something, um, and you don't know how your body's going to respond, it's a really, there's a really good chance that you could give yourself hypothermia. Um, and once you start doing that, all the benefits are just out the window. Um, and hypothermia is not something to mess with. Um, I, you know, when I first got into this, I, I basically wanted to see, I wanted to bring myself all the way up to the edge and, and I did, and I gave myself hypothermia and my hands were 50% numb for like the next three months. It was a little freaky. So, you know, we always tell people you're, you're going to get comfortable in there after you start doing it for a little bit. So rather than increasing the time, just move. Because as soon as you start moving, you break this thermal layer of heat that you've created. And suddenly it's way more challenging. And when it's challenging, that's when you're experiencing the release of dopamine, adrenaline, noradrenaline at much higher amounts, as opposed to just sitting there and feeling comfortable. So movement is a really important part of the practice once you start getting accustomed to it. Okay. So it's always about kind of increasing the discomfort very much like lifting weights or doing something like that you want to push to the next threshold 
as opposed to say spending 25 minutes at the ice bath. A hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, and you can play with the temperature too, right? Like you can, um, you can start off at, at six degrees, which is like 40, 42 or something like that. And maybe slowly start to bring the temperature down a little bit. Um, but you really don't have to that much. And, and I feel like a lot of people, like, like we had a challenge, uh, not too long ago with, with folks and we said, okay, if you can move for 30 seconds while you're in the ice, you know, we'll give you a free session. And uh, no one did it. <laughs> it was like, no one even tried because it's it's really challenging, you know? And um, and a lot of times I don't, I'll move while I'm in there, but there's not that many times I'll move the entire three and a half minutes. So even for me, and I've been doing this for, for two plus years now, it's still a big challenge. So let me ask you a question then. For the person listening at home, for the person who might be interested, right? Yeah. Where's a place to start? Uh, it depends on where you are. So there's a lot of these that are starting to pop up now. They're like contrast therapy saunas that you can go to. Um, honestly, uh, there's so much information online about this. And and Andrew Huberman has probably done the, the best job of kind of compartmentalizing it. So you can learn pretty pretty quickly from it. Um, but I think, you know, safety is the, 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 the first part. So you can buy a tub online for really cheap, like $80, get some friends together. That way you can all split the ice and just do it yourselves at home. I think it's a really cool activity. Like we do it here in, in Playa del Carmen on the beach. We all do some breath work together. We have myself and a few of our staff members that guide everyone through, uh, about a 15 minute breath work session first which is really important just for kind of connecting to your body. And, um, you know, the, the ice itself is a breathing exercise. So it's good to kind of do some breathing first, um, get a little thermometer, just make sure you know what the temperature is. Um, just do a few minutes at first and, and that's all it's, it, I mean, it's really simple, you know, so depending on where you are, you, you can maybe have access to this. Um, I know there's more little things like, um, you know, in, in Facebook groups and stuff popping up where they're, where they're doing it, but, uh, but it's becoming more and more available. Yeah. If you're, I've heard a lot about the cold showers. Like I have mm -hmm. quite a few mentors and, and friends now who are diving into the, I have a few friends who are also into full into the ice baths at home and they've got their whole setup, but what about the cold shower approach? What's your take on that? Yeah. Fantastic. Um, you know, if you don't have access or, or, it kind of depends on where you live, right? Like if you're up in Canada, the cold shower is cold. Here in Mexico, not really. Um, but I think cold showers are a great place to start. You start, you know, with 30 seconds, even 10 seconds, whatever it may be. Um, and a lot of people like to end their their hot shower with a cold shower um, and, then, and then just slowly increase the amount of time. So start with 30 seconds, then do a minute, then a minute and a half, then two minutes. Um, but I think you experience very similar benefits from, from cold showers as you do with ice baths. I'm not a cold shower expert by any means, um, but I know that they've done a number of studies on cold showers, and I, and I think the benefits align really closely with, with ice baths. So for somebody who might want to just taste but not you know, buy in on the whole ice bath, they could definitely start with the shower approach and then... Um, graduate maybe to the next level if they felt that that was beneficial 
Yeah, I mean, again, it depends on where you are because the, the shower, if you're in Canada in the winter, right? Um, actually, an ice bath would be easier because the water isn't moving. A cold shower is going to be moving on your body. So that's going to be, you know, if it's freezing cold water, like actually freezing cold, a cold shower like that is going to be tough. But if you just fill your, your regular bathtub with cold water, you get in there and you sit still after one minute, it's going to start to become easier because it's that, it's that first minute really that is, is the tough part. But then, as I mentioned before, your, your body starts to create this thermal layer of heat. Now in a cold shower, you can't do that because the water is constantly moving. So it really just kind of depends on, on the temperature of, of where you're at. Okay. So there are different things people could try out and just to be mindful that it's un to create an environment that's uncomfortable. Yes. That's what you're looking for. Yeah. You're, you're always trying to just keep challenging yourself a little bit more, just like in the gym, right? Just like in the sauna, just like uh, in, in meditation and in breath work and anything you're always trying to remain in that little, I think David Bowie said it the best. Um, the best place to be is when your feet are barely touching the bottom of the pool and where you, your head is kind of just above water a little bit. Um, that's where most of the growth happens. And it's, it's, I think it's exactly the same for, for cold exposure. I love that. I do like that. It's just, that's where the growth is right. When you're just a little bit uncomfortable, mm -hmm. safe, but uncomfortable. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Well, what yeah. else did we miss that you would love to bring up um, that we haven't talked about? Yeah. Um, God, I mean, the, honestly, the way that that we sort of discuss cold exposure at Reconnect is is threefold. It's it's physical health, mental health, and and sexual health. Um, and they're all really interconnected. These three these three categories and how cold exposure affects you, because you know don't forget that cold exposure is not just the cold. It's your breathing. It's your focused, mindful breathing that you're doing while you're in the ice. Um, but you know physically, this is reducing inflammation. Um, this is increasing oxytocin in your body, which helps um, with decreased inflammation levels. Um, it's increased mitochondria levels, which means your cells have more energy and are just healthier and functioning better. Um, mentally, we're seeing increases in norepinephrine, uh, which you know is one of the active ingredients for a lot of antidepressants. Um, a lot of antidepressants are actually called norepinephrine reuptake inhibitors. So cold exposure is actually increasing those levels along with dopamine levels by about two and a half times the normal amount. Um, also, as I mentioned before, the, the stress response is, is being retrained. Um, so that is, is an amazing part of this. And then sexually, you know, especially for men, we're seeing, we're living in an interesting time, right? Like you and I, I think we're around the same age, um, you know, we grew up with porn and we grew up in the age of computers where we're just kind of sitting at our desk all day. So we have this stagnation combined with this really kind of, uh, terrible tool that has sort of screwed up a lot of men's sexuality. Um, so what ice baths can actually do very well is they're increasing blood flow to all parts of the body. 
which is super important, right? Like healthy blood flow is very closely connected to healthy sexuality. Um, the other thing it's in doing, it's increasing nitric oxide. So nitric oxide is a vasodilator, which, act, which actually opens up your blood vessels and creates better uh, circulation. The third thing, again, is oxytocin. And oxytocin is really uh, related to uh, partner bonding, trust, and sort of um, just general sexuality. So by getting in the ice, you know, you're improving all three of those of those things. And in my opinion, those three things, mental wellness, sexual wellness, physical wellness, if you're working on those regularly, you should be pretty good. You know, like those are three of the, the big things that we should be focusing on. And, and the cold really kind of touches on all of them. I love that you brought up the sexual part of it at the very end, because that's what you could have started with that. Everyone would have perked up their ears and been like, how, <laughs> how exactly? Like, does this work for my spouse as well? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> No. And, and, and I mean, and I, I was dealing with this personally, like I broke my neck um, when I was a young man, I was 21 years old and, and I had a spinal cord injury and I lost some of the, I had some nerve damage in my body. And so I was kind of affected by that. And back then the doctors, you know, didn't really give me good practices to do. And I kind of had to go through a lot of life Um you know, without any tools to manage that better. And it wasn't until I found cold exposure that I realized, oh shit, I don't ever need Viagra. I don't ever need porn to help me, you know, reach an orgasm. Um, all I really need is movement. I need cold exposure and I need proper breathing. Um, I learned a lot of proper breathing from, from Taoism and from Tantra, which is a whole nother topic, uh, but also an interesting one. Um, and you know, now I'm back to where I was before I was, I was 21. So a lot of these tools are really, really simple. Um, they just take a little bit of practice and, uh, just take a little bit of work to, to get them in your routine. Wow. That's awesome. Actually. And that's a great, I love the combination of the mind body comp, you know, uh, therapy here, right? Because mm -hmm. it is physically taxing, but it engages your brain to manage that physical reaction. And it's something you can do over and over and over again to help build that, I guess, muscle against discomfort yeah. and resistance. So this is fantastic. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us today and to share this information. Um, if somebody was in Playa, Bill Carmen, how do they find you? Yeah, so our ice bath and breathwork sessions are every Wednesday through Sunday at 8 30. And so we can, they can just log into our website. It's reconnect.mx. Um, and then I teach breath work to clients one-on-one -on -one in person or online. Um, and you can find me at kevinpconnelly.com. Awesome. Well, I'm going to have those links in the show notes below. So if you guys want to learn more about breath work, you know, cold exposure and how it can help to benefit you and your stress, anxiety, depression, definitely reach out to Kevin. He's a great resource and has so many great stories to tell. So thank you again. Really appreciate you being on the show. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Thanks so much for having me, Pete. All right. Thank you for listening to the Tools for the Modern Man podcast. If you like what you heard today, drop me a review on iTunes or share it with a friend. And if you want to learn more about working with me, you can always look me up at www.petebeskis.com. Thanks and 
See you all next week. <laughs>